when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. All of television history is contained in the box of delights. Hello, I'm Julia Rayside. Each episode, my guest chooses a favorite TV memory to talk about. Joining me today is the writer and broadcaster, Sally Hughes. Sally, welcome. Hello. Hi. So what have you brought today to talk about? I have with astonishing predictability <laughs> uh, gone with Victoria Wood. I've gone with a clip from our scene on TV. And it is from the mockumentary, as we now call them. Yeah. Of course, nobody did them, really, prior to Victoria Wood. Uh, the mockumentary about the making of Acorn Antiques. Oh. Well, now, this was, was it not, how we decided we might be friends? <laughs> well, and that's kind of why I've chosen it, because I owe a considerable number of very important friendships to yeah. Victoria Wood, yeah. which I'm sure we'll get to. But it, but essentially, it's the moment where we realised that Mrs. Overall's alter ego that the actress who plays Mrs. Overall, <laughs> who I fully believe is the greatest comedy character of all time, Agreed. is uh, played by an old, rather fruity, kind of <laughs> awful, terrible lovey called Beau Beaumont. Yes, she's absolutely self-absorbed <laughs> and uh, you know, headscarf, kind of person who has the dog in the bag and all of that yeah. stuff. And she, it's Paul Heine presenting. <laughs> That's right, I was trying to remember his last name. That's it's, it. it's Paul Heine presenting the, this mockumentary and he's interviewing Beau Beaumont. How many people tune in every evening to hear that oh-so-familiar music? About 54. <laughs> but what goes on behind the scenes? What don't the public see? Actually, his comic timing is great. He is a presenter. He's he, what he was nationwide or and he was on Tomorrow's that's live. Or, no, that's that's right. That's he live. was on that's live, and he used to do in at the deep end, didn't that's he? With right. Chris Searle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched a lot of television. Me in the too. Well, this is all coming back now. Yeah, <laughs> in at the deep end was brilliant. And yeah, so he's interviewing Beau Beaumont, and, and she's talking about as those kind of old BAFTA lovies do. She's telling a ludicrous anecdote yeah. avoid, um, involving Lord Delphont, <laughs> and she says, and "For you, Lord, Lord Delphont, I'm talking, Colin." It would be a pleasure and an honour. <laughs> and it's and the reason I chose it, Victoria Wood is incredibly, incredibly important to me. Yeah, me too. Uh, personally, professionally, she's a very important figure in my life. But as seen on TV was where I discovered her. Yeah, me too. And I grew up with brothers and my dad. My mum had left and we watched loads of telly together and we used to watch, you know, The Young Ones and Kick Up the 80s Mm. and Blackadder 1 and, you know, and all of that stuff. 
And we were really as one. We were a team when it came to watching television. But we never watched Victoria Wood. It just didn't come in. Ah. We we didn't know anything about Mm. Victoria Wood, I don't think. I think we'd seen new faces and stuff, but that was it. Yeah. And then one night I was at my grandparents' house and my grandmother had gone to bed and I was sitting on my grandfather's knee and we were channel hopping oh. and we landed on our scene on TV and we both became hysterical. <laughs> oh, that's such a nice memory. My grandfather and I became completely hysterical and we sat in this armchair and we watched it and it was the first time I think that I had ever known that sensation of being quite upset while watching a TV program that it was going to come to an end. Oh god. I I wanted to slow down time because it was just so incredible. Yeah. Because there was no way of having it to watch again. No, you couldn't watch it, just, it again. It, it came past your eyes and then you were like, that was it. You had to just try and remember Absolutely. It. And yeah. you had to hope it would repeat it, be repeated next year or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we sat there roaring with laughter. And at the end, my granddad <laughs> said, oh, we should watch that next week. Amazing. And we did. And it was and your we, thing. And it was our thing. Aww. And we just thought it was hilarious. And then I just became completely beguiled by Victoria Wood and... And she did a series later on of half-hour plays, which is really underrated. Lots of Victoria Wood fans don't really reference it as much as say oh, something the like ITV Dinner Ladies. Ones? No, they no, they were on the BBC, but oh, they? uh, there was the library, Mensana, Valderie. Yes. Oh God, we'd quite like to apologise. Yeah, yeah, li- yeah. Li- over to Pam, and I love, love, love that series in yeah, particular yeah, yeah. and know every single word to that series. I adored it and I would just sit on my own and watch them. And I think for me, growing up, so I was born in 1975, I think it wasn't really until later that I understood how kind of multi-layered the impact yeah. had been. Really, truly, I think until I seen on TV, I think mainly I just saw women pointing at canteens of cutlery yeah, on the absolutely. television. Yeah, yeah, not being funny, not being silly. And it was the first time I became aware of the fact that being a writer was a thing. Yeah. Being a female writer was a thing. Yeah. That women were really funny, that I understood those jokes. In fact, there's a bit in um, in those plays I just talked about where in, I think it's in Mensana, Julie Walters, who who runs the spa. I'm Nicola, uh, as, I say. <laughs> I'm Nicola as I say. Says that the workshop, tonight's workshop will be delayed because the instructor scratched her Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, I remember watching that as a kid and just finding it the funniest thing ever. It's one of those silly Victoria Wood jokes, a bit like she fell off an architect. It's one yes, of those jokes yes. that she does. It's a very specific type of joke that yeah, she does that yeah, only yeah. she ever did. No, no, but, I like you talking about her in the present tense. We both haven't accepted that she's gone. I so don't she accept hasn't. it in any way, no, shape or form. She stays with us always. Thank it, you very much. It's, it's, it was a terrible death for me. It was, it was my worst was, one of that year. My brother died that year, but actually, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> because it's part of you dies, doesn't it? I, yeah. I was so broken by it because she really, I, I honestly think Victoria Wood and Madonna, funnily enough, between them, made me realise I could go and do something with exactly. my life. Exactly, because they, they were sort of... Well, certainly Victoria Wood in TV was unique. Was there, was there another woman, a funny woman with no, her own show? No, later on, there was French and Saunders, later but, on, but, but she later, yeah, predated yeah, yeah. them yeah. Uh, by a fair bit. She led the way. Yeah. Yeah, she really did. And she was... 
there was Marty Kane when I was growing up, but that was a very different kind of comedy that I didn't really relate to. It was yeah. a sort of, it was quite a boozy, bawdy kind of comedy yeah. that adults were into. But with Victoria Wood, you felt a connection as a fairly bookish child. Yeah. And where humour was the currency in your house. Definitely. And people were constantly trying to outdo one another, which was definitely the case in my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're both married to comedy writers, aren't we? Yeah. So it's kind of like, you can't yeah. really help it. She, I mean, it's such a cliche, but some cliches are true. She, It spoke to me. Like, yeah. It moved me. I think she always talked about sort of spending most of her childhood kind of just in her bedroom with a piano and a television, and that was her. Yeah, I upbringing. mean, she was really neglected, wasn't she? Yeah, by I her think parents, so. as I definitely was also. Well, yeah. So I really identified with that, and it's funny because. I then spent, having been obsessed with her throughout my childhood and still obsessed with her, I have spent my adult life collecting other people who were also Completely. obsessed with her. Yeah, because they're always good eggs. And they've I've become never met very a Victoria important Wood fan yet. Friends. He's an arsehole. <laughs> yeah. So obviously you and I became friends through that. Sarah Morgan, Lucy Mangan, Michael yep. Hogan. Yep. Lots of my very dearest friends are obsessed with Victoria Wood. And it never was it so instant as with Jason Burns, my friend who lives oh, in yes. Australia. Yeah, yeah. He is godfather to my children, one of my best friends in the world. And one night we were queuing up outside a nightclub and I think somebody had said you don't have to be mad to work here and I said oh good because <laughs> that's what uh, that's what happens in she's the Mal she's always just on the tip of your tongue isn't she she's just always there it's so lovely. in the Mal uh, which is a segment in Victoria Woods all day breakfast which appeared yeah. one Christmas oh, day oh god which is brilliant Mrs Absolutely Overall brilliant. reappears in Pippa's Nick's lingerie oh, yes. shop she has yeah, a resurrection yeah. And Duncan Preston says, you don't have to be mad to work here. And she says, oh, good. <laughs> so I happened to say this, but not for anyone but myself. Yeah, I yeah. was just enjoying myself as we were queuing to go into a nightclub. Yeah. And I think Jason then, who I barely knew, butted in and said, take your portmanteau and get the heck out of my life. And I said something like, non, je ne regrette rien. I bet you don't. And it just sort of turned into this thing where we were just shouting at one oh, another. Brilliant. In a queue, and people around us were going, oh, man, this is really boring. Like, yeah, yeah, we ruined yeah. the night for everybody else. <laughs> but we Good. became the best of friends, and oh, we so still sweet. constantly, constantly send one another Victoria Wood quotes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we watch Victoria Wood every time I see him. And so many of my friendships are built on a love, a shared love of Victoria Wood. And it matters to me. Yeah, it, it really matters, matters to me too. that you get it. Haven't you and Sarah Morgan, the comedy writer, gone to a health spa and basically just we, No, we literally <laughs> recreated <laughs> Mensana. <laughs> Bum willy toilet, I'm having mine now. <laughs> and it was exactly like that. So in the Victoria Wood play, it's called the Pinkney's Hydro. That's it, yeah. Um, we went to the spa that it was spoofing, I yeah, think. Yeah, 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 I think so. And she said, uh, of course, they knew I was press, so they offered us a tour, so I was just delighted. <laughs> I was delighted. Was there a Nicola? And she went, I mean, basically, yeah. Yay! And she gave us the guided tour and she kept showing us furniture like, this is a chair. <laughs> this is a chair. Here's the television. We watch television here. Oh and um, finally she takes me into this room and she says, um, and this is the music room. And I said, oh, what kind of music do you play here? And she said, we don't. <laughs> That is such a Victoria Wood line. And it was it was it was magical. <laughs> wow. And, and they left goodie bags on our bed and I got loads of products in mine and Sarah got a leaflet about colonic irrigation in hers. <laughs> 
and it was great. We hoped we'd get a, a sniff of it, but it just goes to show how beautifully observed it was. Absolutely. That, that episode. But everything, everything that she did was so beautifully observed and so correct, and you know those people. And I think bringing it back to the Acorn Antiques thing, yeah. and that was, I suppose, her spoof of sort of crossroads, kind of, wasn't it? Because of the wobbly sets and the kind of the people not looking in the right direction where the camera was and stuff like and that. standing in the window of the set smoking oh, a fag, which is so one of my favourite moments. Mrs. <laughs> Overall is smoking a fag in the window of Acorn <laughs> And the moment where the, the Lord Delfort moment you're talking about is, is that the one where she's, I know she's got the tray. I know that's right. The interview is holding her tray for her because of her sciatica or something. And he's asking, and she's telling him about Lord Delfort yeah. and then she's missed her cue. She's missed her cue. And yeah. they're kind of filming it as live, aren't they? So it's, then they, they never go back and do it again. They haven't got the budget or the inclination. They're just like, crash on. Doesn't yeah. matter. And Joe she, Public will never know is the, is <laughs> she, the kind of vibe, isn't it? And she walks onto, she walks onto set just, you know, in her wrinkly stockings and her hairnet and um, in, in a thick Brummie accent and does a couple of lines. And then, and then one of the other characters notices her tray, which she's not holding. <laughs> she's so carrying she, an air tray. She yeah. mines an air tray. <laughs> and do I spy a new tray? Get us out of it. Come on, Bo. Improvise. Yes, I just had to bring it in to show you. Isn't it light? Mm. And such a lovely shade of mauve. Look, Clifford. It's magnificent. Shall we cut? Go back? No. We professionals notice. Joe Public never clocks a damn thing. And then in the gallery, in the gallery, you've got this brilliant uh, female director oh, who's, yes. who's saying they'll never know. <laughs> yes. And it's funny, the other day, literally, I didn't know I was doing this, but maybe two weeks ago, my husband and I watched an episode of Crossroads. Brilliant. Why and on earth did you do that? I don't really remember. But Good, don't have a reason. This is the kind of yeah. shit we do in our marriage. Absolutely. So we watched an episode of Crossroads. And actually, it's extraordinary. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, yeah, it, yeah. it is a corn antique. It is basically <laughs> people moving out of the way before they're brained by a camera <laughs> and people talking over one another and kind of skulking away because they're in the wrong shot. It is un. Believable and really long close-ups of people's hands picking up a thing, which she does in um, Acorn Antiques. She does. A lot. Well, I did another podcast about Howard's Way, and there were lots of shots you could identify as like absolutely Acorn Antiques. They were around about the same time, where the camera would start on a tray of drinks, and you'd follow the tray to the yeah. table where they, <laughs> they loved going, that, didn't rubber, they? Rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. She yeah. was so good at just picking and out so, what was funny about a thing, and, and so then influential. It. You know, there are loads. There are loads of jokes, and certainly the League of Gentlemen, loads of jokes in in Vic and Bob oh, as God, well. Yeah. Where if you know Vic. Victoria Wood, you're like, well, that's a Victoria Wood joke. And yeah. it's done with love and you're, you're delighted. Oh, you're I not, think she you know. influenced way beyond, oh, just women in comedy. She influenced all of comedy with her style of and writing. And mockumentaries and... come on. You know, The Office probably yeah, wouldn't yeah. exist no, without those brilliant... Uh, documentaries of the girls swimming the channel and yeah. the acorn antiques. Oh God, the is it Christine, Chrissy? It's so swimming the channel. This lonely girl who's like, I'm going to have a go at swimming the channel. I think I could probably do it. And I don't know much French. Oh, je dois. Um, uh, yeah, and she covers herself in goose fat and swims off. And her parents just don't give a shit. No, they don't give a it's shit. It's really sad. Yeah, and she was last seen heading for France, but we don't know it. Oh God, it's just it's so brilliant. She could break your heart and make you laugh in the same. So sentence. influential to everything we see now. Everything we see now. 
know. And I get really annoyed when I see things where they say, she was the funniest woman who ever existed. Nah, and it's uh, like, uh, uh. she was the funniest comedy writer who ever existed. Yeah, I agree. I think. I agree. I'm and not going to And I even include somebody I love, like Ronnie Barker in that. Like, yeah. I, I genuinely think uh, Victoria Wood was the best we've ever had. I agree. And uh, again, we do not accept her passing. <laughs> I don't accept it. I mean, nope. complete denial. No, nope, me too. Excellent. No, she's still alive. Hooray. <laughs> anyway, before you go, thank you so much for bringing that. Would you care to delve into the box of delights? Okay. Bergerac or Lovejoy Bergerac? I mean, oh, that was, you didn't even think. No, Bergerac. You've of course, you've got Bergerac. no stirrings for Lovejoy at all. Oh, no. I don't even mean sexually, I just mean, you know, at all. I'm team nettles. Are you? I am. So presented with the two of them, you'd bounce nettles. I'd bounce nettles. I mean, come on, let's not pretend I'm that discerning. <laughs> I, I'd have a go on Lovejoy as well. <laughs> I probably would have a go on both of them. <laughs> However, Bergerac, because again, I used to watch it with my grandparents and, I, and I loved it. Yeah, I, I, loved I did adore him. We did another episode with a producer called Vicky Thomas who picked out an episode of Bergerac that featured, do you remember Lisa Goddard playing the Ice Maiden? So well. Just brilliant. So Philippa well, Vale. Remember that, yeah. And the sexual, when he had sexual chemistry with someone, boy, did he sizzle. They had crackle, oh. didn't they? Yeah, yeah, very he much so. Goddard was a sort though, wasn't no, she? No, total sort, total sort. But um, I have to say, Lovejoy obviously was one of my big obsessions. I, I used to watch that with my mum. Me and, me and her just absolutely loved that show. And I went to a friend's wedding a couple of years ago and um, Lady Jane from Lovejoy was at the wedding and literally to me that because you know you go back to your childhood self sometimes you see really famous people from TV of years gone by I, just, I could, didn't even speak to her I was just like oh my god it's Lady exactly Jane. it's not it. the just, degree of fame it's the degree of significance it had yeah. on your life at a very crucial moment absolutely and she obviously she, Phyllis Logan's been in lots of you know bigger things since then but no Lady Jane I nearly shat myself yeah <laughs> so exciting Amazing. anyway Sally thank you so much goodbye bye <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can find links to the YouTube clips from today's episode on our Twitter feed at Box Delights Pod. Come and say hello. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.